0: This is the Ketzer of uh, Mattoi's bays and yud gimel. So the Rebbe here talks about the story in this week's Parsha, where the Eden went out in a war against Midian. And then they brought back a lot of plunder. And the Abishta tells them to take account of everything, to divide it. To divide it amongst the Eden, half will go to those that went out into battle, and the other half will go to the rest of Klal Yisrael. And then the half that went to those that went out into battle, they have to give a tax of this, a tax to the Kayanim, and the tax will be one of 500. And then the half that went to the Yidin, they also have to give a tax from this, and their tax will be a 50th. Then, the taita goes on to elaborate and enumerate the exact numbers of everything that they got. The numbers of people that they got, the numbers of the cattle, the donkeys and the, the, the sheep. The taita gives the exact number. Not only does the taita give the exact number, the teta also elaborates and says, what's the total sum of the first half that went to those that went out into battle? What, and then the teta says, and what, what exactly was the number of the tax that they gave? And then the teta tells us also the number of the second half that went to the Eden. Although it's the exact number when you divide it in half, so it's going to be the same number, but the Taita tells us what the number was. And then when the teta concludes, it does not tell us the number of the tax that the Yidin gave from their part, the 50th that they gave, it just says that they gave a 50th. Regarding the tax that was given from those that went into war, they gave one of 500 to the Kainim. There, the Titus spells out the tax. Regarding the tax that the Yidin gave, this is one detail that the Titus skips. So, the Rebbe has two basic questions. The first question is, why does the Torah have to go through all of these details? Why does not the Torah just simply say, like it does say, Vayas, maishe, kayin, tziva, shemes, That they, they, they did whatever they wanted. The, the, the taxes, it was, all, it was divided, and the taxes was given. Why does the Torah have to go through the exact numbers of what it contained? Not only that, the Torah explains both halves. The half that went to the people that went to battle, the, the, the half of the rest of Klai Yisrael, it's the same total sum, it's the same number. And it tells, it tells you the number of both of them, it repeats it again. That's one question. Then the Rebbe says, why this last detail, when the tater is speaking about the number of the uh, taxes that the did gave, a 50th, there the tater, that, that detail the tater does not spell out. Why there does the tater not spell this out, if, as we see here, for whatever reason, the tater wants to give me the number for everything. So the point that Rebbe says is that if you look here in this mitzvah, the Ebershter is giving a mitzvah to give the taxes of both halves, the half that went to the people that went to the war and the half that went to the people that did, stayed home, did not go to war. What would you expect should happen here? There had to have been some leftovers that, wasn't, that didn't fit into the exact number of a 50th or one of five hundred. There must have been some leftovers that the Eden were left stuck and they couldn't fulfill the mitzvah and they couldn't give the, the taxes of that. So what happened to that leftovers? If the taita would simply say that Moshe fulfilled the mitzvah, by well, Yas Moshe like everything the Eibishter told him, so you know, would be left with a very big question. Wait a minute, Eibishter wants him to give taxes from what, a 50th or one of 500 with a number so perfect of all of the different species that they had Yet they had no leftover whatsoever that the Taita has to tell us what they did with their leftovers. If the Taita doesn't tell us what they did with their leftovers, there's something missing here in the story. So therefore the Tata comes and tells us, in fact, what happened was there was no leftovers whatsoever. The to orchestrated matters in such a way that something very unusual happened. That didn't the Eden got exact numbers, exact, round, perfect numbers that they were able to fulfill the mitzvah fully without any issue whatsoever. And the Rebbe points out that the this is the way the abaster wanted the mitzvah to be done and you see it in the posach where the posach repeats and says som ti from each half from the full half without any leftovers you should take the taxes whether a 50th or 1 of 500 So in order to enable the fulfillment of the mitzvah, the Ebishter orchestrated matters in such a way and something extremely unusual happened and there was exact numbers of all of these minim that they had and they were able to give it without any leftovers. And therefore the Taita doesn't have to tell us what happened to the leftovers because this is Adarav. The Taita is coming to tell us how this, this unusual thing happened to enable Yidin to fulfill the mitzvah. But the Rebbe goes a step further and says, the question still remains, even if the Amount of plunder that the Yidden had taken from Midyam by the battle was an exact perfect number to be able to fulfill this mitzvah. But this is a kind of mitzvah that it's not just a one-time act. This is a kind of mitzvah that takes a certain period of time to fulfill. It has to be divided properly. First, well, before dividing, actually, you first have to count all the plunder. And then you have to divide it equally, perfectly. And then after the dividing, then you give the taxes, one of 500 from the part that went to those that went to battle, and a 50th of the rest that stayed at home. So this process takes a, uh, a while. So not only, now think about this, not only when they got the plunder from the war did they get the exact amount to enable them to do the mitzvah perfectly, but over this entire period of time, none of the animals or the humans who they had died. There was no issues in between whatsoever and they were able to divide it perfectly and they were able to take the taxes perfectly. All it would take is for one to die and now it wouldn't be divided perfectly half and half. The Ebushah wanted it to be divided perfectly. If one would die, so then it wouldn't enable them to give the taxes perfectly. There would be some remainder over here. So an additional unusual thing that happened was that it rem- everything remained perfectly, there was, they were all alive throughout this entire time to enable them to fulfill the mitzvah. So the Eibishter performs this mitzvah not for no reason. It's, it, the Eibishter performed again, the Eibishter allows, the Eibishter allows for such an unusual thing to happen, or even more than just allows, the Eibishter orchestrates events in such a way to enable Yidin to fulfill the mitzvah perfectly without any issues whatsoever. So this is all clarified by the Taiter telling us all the details. The teda, therefore, doesn't only tell us the exact number that they got from the war. That in itself is a very unusual thing. But then the teda also spells out when they gave to the uh, taxes that were actually taken to point out that when they took the taxes, they were able to fulfill the mitzvah perfectly. And the teda also spells out the half that went to the ones that went to battle and the half that went to the Eden that remained home. To point out that even during the process, throughout this time, where you would have expected that one may have died in between and they can't divide it equally, half and half, so the Titus says, no, the second half was the same amount as the first half. During this process, period of time, nothing changed and they were able to divide it perfectly evenly. That's why the Titus spells out all these details. But the last detail that the Taita does not spell out, how much it is that the Yidin gave from their part, the 50th, there's just simply no need for the Taita to spell it out. There's nothing, no additional Kiddush that will come from telling us what that number was. It's something that's self-understood. Everything else the Taita is spelling out to let us know how the Abishter orchestrated matters for Yidin to do the mitzvah. But that detail is completely not necessary. It's self-understood. Therefore the Taita doesn't spell it out. Then the Rebbe says, according to Halacha, another pshat, according to the Bahag's opinion, why the Taita only spells out the miser the taxes of those that went to war and not the taxes of those that stayed home because according to the Baha'g the Naid tells us that according to the Baha'g the mitzvah to give taxes the people that went to war the mitzvah that they have to give taxes that's a mitzvah for all generations and he counts it as a mitzvah the mitzvah of the taxes that the Yidden that stayed home had to give that's not a mitzvah for all generations that the Gemara says is so the Taita elaborates regarding the amount of taxes that was given from those that went to war because that's a mitzvah for all future generations the mitzvah of those that stay at home that's not a mitzvah for all future generations so the Torah is very concise about that so here at the end of the Sichir the Rebbe tells us that this is an amazing lesson how we see how beloved the mitzvah of a Yid is that the Ebishter orchestrates matters in such a way that a Yid should have the ability to fulfill a mitzvah perfectly It's not only while a Yid is fulfilling a mitzvah that the Ebishtah helps a Yid, that he shouldn't have disturbances and he should be able to fulfill the mitzvah. Way before it comes the time to fulfill the mitzvah. In the city of Midian, in the country of Midian, the Ebishtah has to orchestrate matters in everything that happened in their lifestyle, with their cattle and everything in their business dealings and in the way they raise their animals, to have the exact amount of animals born, and the exact amount of animals that they bought, that they had the number that was needed, that when Yidin arrive, and Yidin are conquering their country, and have this plunder, it should be the exact number needed for the mitzvah that they fulfill. So long before the Abishur is orchestrating all these matters in the city, of, or in the country of Midyan, for the Yidin to come in the right time and to, the, and to do the mitzvah. So when a person sees any difficulties, any difficulties that Yid encounters in doing a mitzvah, and, a yid, and you can become demoralized that this is not meant to be, and this is so difficult, you should never be concerned. That's not the case. The Eibishter will continue helping you. The Eibishter helps you, and when orchestrate matters for you, that you should be able to fulfill the mitzvah 100% bishleimus. Just like it was then, when the yidin wore were in the Midbar, the Teir is telling us here that the Eibishter will give you the ability to fulfill the mitzvah 100% bishleimus. You can be assured and trust the Eibishter, That you will fulfill the mitzvah 100%.